0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
0: On this Thursday, November 2nd, we're talking Pirates baseball today with our Pirates reporter for MLB.com, Adam Barry. Adam, we thank you as always for the time. And what we're doing today is uh, on this first day of the offseason, looking ahead to 2018 and the prospects that uh, that may bring for the Pirates, looking to bounce back from a disappointing 2017 season. But, uh, Adam, first thing is first as uh, we have a new World champion, they reside in Houston. The Astros uh, beating the Dodgers last night in Game 7 for their first ever uh, world title in franchise history. And uh, Game 7 didn't quite have the the drama and the panache of the the first six games of this uh, crazy, unpredictable series. But the Astros aren't complaining. They pretty much uh, breezed to a 5-1 win. Kind of give me your thoughts on uh, Game 7 and about the fall classic uh, overall.
2: Yeah, you're right. It was definitely not quite as dramatic as the rest of the series was. It was just a really incredible uh, time kind of just to kick back as a baseball fan and watch. And, you know, there were some kind of relatable Pirates moments in there and starting and finishing. In fact, with the man who ended the the whole thing, Charlie Morton, obviously was a longtime Pirate. Uh, Some fans kind of came to appreciate his honesty, but he certainly had his ups and downs in Pittsburgh. And then when he left, he kind of just decided, hey, I'm going to start throwing harder. And he transformed into that guy you saw. It was pretty nasty in the postseason, you know, touching 99 miles an hour. I know there's a lot of guys in the, the Pirates organization, especially in the clubhouse, that were really happy for him. I thought it was pretty fun to watch him. Just he's such a real person. You know, he's self-deprecating. He's really honest. He's really thoughtful and introspective uh, about sort of the journey that got him there. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool and, and relatable from a Pirates perspective. And, you know you also saw Francisco Liriano get a, a pretty big out in game seven Tony Watson picked up two win on the Dodgers side so even when the Pirates weren't there they were pretty well represented with uh, former Pirates and what turned out to be really just an instant classic of a series
0: yeah absolutely and uh going back to Morton the thing I loved uh from from A.J. Hinch last night is that he he just kept it simple and said you know what this guy's been lights out why do I want to change pitchers now you know it's I think managers, you know, they they overthink it sometimes and they get too far ahead of themselves. And, I mean, yeah, you've got options in the bullpen. Doesn't mean you have to use them. You've got a hot hand. Keep going with it. And uh, it was really cool to see him close out the World Series and throw the final pitch of the season to cap off uh, four scoreless. And, uh, like you said, uh, I know that's a lot of Pirates uh, and Pirates fans were rooting for him, and uh, it was certainly uh, good to see. So, uh, Adam, with that, let's kind of uh, break down what the Pirates' uh, prospects are for 2018 as uh, maybe they're the ones that uh, get back into the playoff mix and ultimately the World Series here. But a lot of work to do to, to get down that road. Let's start with uh, what you feel is the biggest area of need right now for this Pirates team and then furthermore, how you think the team will address that need if you envision a trade, maybe a, a signing of a free agent or perhaps a guy from the minors that could step up and uh, contribute next year.
2: I mean, I think just generally speaking, they need offense. Um, The challenge, of course, is where do you create that, considering they're pretty well set with most of the people they have coming back next season. You know, you look in the outfield, it's those same three guys, Marte, McCutcheon, and Polanco. They definitely need more out of Marte. They need more out of Polanco. They need more consistency out of McCutcheon. Shortstop, Jordy Mercer, you're set there. Josh Harrison at second. Josh Bell at first base. You need more uh, consistency from Francisco Cervelli behind the plate as far as games played. And then they kind of need an answer at third base. Assuming Jung Ho Gong is not able to come back, uh, if he can't acquire a work visa, he's currently playing uh, winter ball in the Dominican Republic, that's going to be an issue because I think they learned last year that David Freeze, even though he had a solid season, the gold glove finalist, uh, you know, he's about a league average hitter. You need a little bit more power, a little bit more of an offensive threat uh, at that corner position. So I wouldn't be too surprised if they address that uh, somehow, maybe not a big splashy signing, but, some sort of move there to kind of shore up the offensive infield depth. Uh, they could use a fourth outfielder. That might be maybe the most intriguing place they could go in free agency. You know, somebody like a, a John Jay, not specifically him, but, you know, somebody in that mold to kind of give them a true fourth outfielder that they uh, severely lacked uh, last season. So I, I think those would probably be the two biggest areas. They could also probably use some back end bullpen help. Uh, for Felipe Rivero and George Contos. Right now they'd be leaning on some pretty young guys, Tobias Neverauskas and Edgar Santana. Uh, So you either need to maybe add some sort of veteran, a buy-low veteran, or hope that Daniel Hudson bounces back in a big way.
0: And, uh, Adam, on the flip side of things, when you look at this uh, roster top to bottom, what do you feel right now is this team's uh, biggest strength?
2: I think it's pitching depth, specifically in the rotation. Uh, You know, you can – you need more production from the guys they have, as we talked about uh, on a recent podcast, but they, they could use, you know, they have Garrett Cole, they have Jameson Tyone, Yvonne Nova, Chad Cool, Stephen Brawl, Trevor Williams, Tyler Glasnow, uh, Nick Kingham on the way, Clay Holmes on the way. They have a ton of starting depth, which is a good place to be in for a, an organization that still needs to be uh, pretty well built around its pitching, uh, especially young, controllable, affordable pitching. So they're in a pretty good place there. They just need those guys to kind of take the next step and I think the fact that they're heading into next season without any significant injury concerns on the pitching side is is a pretty good spot to be in.
0: Yeah that's uh, the pitching depth and the rotation the envy of a lot of teams and the the Pirates certainly have that in abundance heading into 2018. Adam right now I want you to to give me uh, two guys individually Uh, one guy that could be a candidate for regression in 2018 after maybe overperforming this past season Then on the flip side, a guy that uh, did not quite perform up to standards who could bounce back in 2018. Who do you got there?
2: Um, I wouldn't be terribly surprised to see um, Gregory Polanco take another step forward. I think the injuries were such a concern for him uh, this past year that you've got to think at some point he's going to put it all together. Uh, So I I would imagine that he is bound to, to get better if he's able to to keep health and, you know, stay on the field. Same would go for Starling Marte just because last year was a significant dip in production based on the time that he was on the field, whereas Polanco, we haven't quite seen that. So Marte is probably a safer bet uh, in that regard. As for regression, it's kind of tough because nobody really overperformed this year. I guess you could say Felipe Rivero just because he was so otherworldly this year, but the talent is clearly there to, to be that good. Uh, I guess you could say maybe Trevor Williams will take a step back, but I, I think he really proved himself as you know a back end major league starter. I think really that if you're looking for good news, it's that there aren't a whole lot of guys who can take a step back uh because last year kind of was a step back for most everybody you know there weren't a ton of above league average hitters, and there weren't a ton of above league average pitchers, so you gotta think that most of these guys are due to step forward, not step back.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's a silver lining to the the difficulties and the struggles of the 2017 season, it's just as you said, there's not a lot of candidates here for regression because guys did not perform up to standards. And if anything, they're going to have uh, more of a breakout bounce back season in 2018. So that certainly bodes well for the Pirates chances there. As we begin to uh, wrap things up here, uh, Adam, what would you say uh, for a team that didn't wasn't really beset a lot by uh, injury issues, but every team has their their nicks and scratches and bumps and bruises here and there. So with regards to health, with regards to injuries, who would you earmark as the biggest question mark on this team right now?
2: I think Francisco Cervelli, just because of the last two years. I mean, we saw what he can be in 2015 in good health, and that's a really important part of their lineup and a huge part of their run prevention uh, because he's good behind the plate with how he works with pitchers, with how he frames pitches. Uh, He's a he's a huge contributor when healthy. He was I think a three-win player by wins above replacement, which is really valuable. And then the last two years, you've seen him limited to 101 games, and then 81 this past season. So they need more out of Francisco Cervelli. Uh, I think you know it's not really one specific thing. It just seems like it's always one thing or another. You know, it was the hand, or it was the hamstring, or it was the quad, or it's concussions and. Just seems like he's a little bit snake bitten as far as injuries go. I guess you know he he felt like he didn't deserve the injury prone tag that he got because it was all fluke freak injuries in the past, but. It seems like it's kind of caught up with him a little bit, and he's such a big part of what they do uh, that they could really use him to be in good health uh, throughout next season.
0: Yeah, it just seems like, you know, he's one of those guys that it's it's never that one, you know, devastating injury. It's, it's just an accumulation of uh, little annoyances here and there right. that build up and, and keep him on the sidelines, and he seems to be – that kind of a player, and hopefully it's maybe it just chalked it up to bad luck. I'm not sure, but hopefully that's behind him, and we can expect or at least hope for a full season of health in 2018 for Francisco Cervelli behind the plate. And uh, to begin to wrap up here, Adam, I, I think when you look at – any of the 30 teams in baseball, you can pretty much uh, categorize them one of five ways. You've got your teams that are clearly rebuilding. You've got your teams that are simply non-contenders. And then as you move up that ladder, you've got teams contending for wild-card spots, teams contending for division titles, and then the ultimate prize, teams contending to win the World Series. So of those five, where do you see the Pirates falling right now?
2: I guess at this point they're a wild-card contender. Um... You know, the, it's going to be hard to fight their way back in the division race. The Cubs are obviously, uh, you know, they struggled in the first half and still uh, managed to win the division. The Cardinals are expected to reload a little bit this offseason, maybe make some moves to add to their offense. Uh, the Brewers surprised everybody, I think, and they you know, they turned out to be really competitive with a lot more young talent on the way. So it's going to be tough for the Pirates to, convent, to contend in the division. I think the wild card is still potentially open. Uh, it's just so much is going to be required to go right for them to, to find their way into that discussion. And, you know, there's a chance that it could. We saw so much go wrong uh, this year that maybe they'll all turn around and, and go right for them uh, in the first half next year. And they'll be in position to add and, and play competitive baseball down the stretch. But it's really hard to consider them anything more than a wild card contender right now, just based off the back-to-back losing seasons that they're coming off of.
0: Yeah, that, that's a good point. And like you said, the competition in the division, uh, you expect the Cubs to be there. You expect the Cardinals to, to bounce back a little bit. But the Brewers, like you said, nobody saw coming. So you got to throw them into the mix. And it's certainly going to be an uphill battle uh, for the Pirates in 2018. But uh, hey, that's That's why they play the game. So uh, as we look ahead, maybe a bounce back is in store for the Buccos in 2018. Time will tell. Adam Berry, great stuff as always. We appreciate the time. We'll do it again at this time next week. In the meantime, Matt Waymire signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates.